Welcome to this podcast of the Sunday Message from Hope Gateway in Portland, Maine. We'd love to have you join us for worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., currently on Zoom and broadcast live on Facebook. Visit our website at hopegateway.com to learn more. Whether you live near or far, we hope you find this message to be meaningful. Wherever you are, join us in doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with God. Sometimes it's tempting to deny the facts, isn't it? Sometimes it's easier to live with our heads in the sand. Last Sunday morning when we gathered, I shared a prayer concern at my table about the shooting in L.A. at the Lunar New Year's Eve celebration. We didn't know much about it other than minimal details. Over the next 24 hours, most of the details of that situation were revealed. But even before we knew the names of those who were shot and murdered, even before those names were released, the news was filled with news of a double location mass shooting by another angry man with a gun. And hours later, there was yet another targeted shooting while up to 50 people were out filming a music video when gunfire broke out from multiple shooters in various directions in Oakland. And one person was killed and seven people hospitalized. And that's just in California this week. And then on Friday, the video of the brutal murder of Tyree Nichols was released. Tyree was murdered, lynched by the police only weeks ago. And the video of how the police used their authority to dehumanize him and then physically assault him reawakened in us again all that is wrong with the United States of America. It would be nice if we could just ignore the facts. It would be nice if we could just pretend that all is right with the world. But what good would that do? So, what's the alternative to being swallowed up by despair over such hopeless situations? Enter counterfactual. Counterfactual is a concept in psychology that involves the human tendency to create possible alternatives to life events that have already occurred. Something that is contrary to what actually happened. Counterfactual thinking is, as it states, counter to the facts. These thoughts consist of what if and if only that occur when thinking of how things could have turned out differently. Contrary to what has happened in the past, can we imagine a different future? Can we hold the facts and still imagine a future that isn't limited by what has already happened, but is open to new possibilities? In a minute, 
I'm going to read you a conversation that Jesus has with someone about starting over, beginning again. Bruce Chilton, a biblical scholar, says that the Greek word at the center of this conversation is connected to the expression we have in English from the top, as in starting over with a piece of music. So as we begin to prepare to hear this story, I ask you, what are times in life when we start over? I'm actually asking, actually wanting you to tell me, what are times when we start over? I invite you here in the room to share those out loud and for those of you online to share them in the chat. What are times in life when we start over? A new job. New Year's. A wedding. A new school year. Divorce. New parents. Separation. Quitting smoking. Yeah. New state legislature. Chat says moving to a new place after a fire, getting sober in retirement. Getting sober after a fire, retirement, moving to a new place. Set everything on my list except planting a garden in the spring. <laughs> so now I'm going to read from the Gospel of John in chapter 3. And some of these words are going to sound familiar because they have been interpreted in our American society to drive home an idea that every individual needs to say some particular words and ask Jesus into their hearts so that they can be born again and go to heaven. There is nothing in Jesus' words that simplifies the concept he's talking about into three simple steps. So, I'd like you to listen to this story as if you haven't heard these words interpreted in a particular way previously. And I'd like to invite us to enter into this story and listen to it in a counterfactual way. God knows it's full of contrasting ideas and understandings. So let's read it in a slightly comedic way, okay? A seeker coming to a guru asking spiritual questions but expecting practical answers. You've heard these stories. Stories of a person climbing to the top of a mountain after traveling halfway around the world to seek spiritual enlightenment, and finally getting to ask their one pressing question to the enlightened teacher, only to find that their understanding and priorities are the thing that needs to be transformed. You've heard this story before in a different context with different characters. So hold on to that as you hear these words. I'm reading from the Gospel of John in the third chapter, beginning with first one. I'm reading from the inclusive Bible version. A certain Pharisee named Nicodemus, a member of the Sanhedrin, 
a very smart person with very a lot of religious insight and authority, came to Jesus at night. Not an insignificant detail, at night. Rabbi, he said, we know that you are a teacher come from God, and no one can perform the signs and wonders you do unless by the power of God. Jesus gave Nicodemus this answer. The truth of the matter is, unless one is born from above, one cannot see the kingdom of God. This is the word that's interpreted as again or above, which has the meaning from the top. Nicodemus said, how can adult, an adult be born a second time? I can't go back into my mother's womb and be born again. No, you can't. Jesus replied, the truth of the matter is, no one can enter God's kingdom without being born of water and the spirit. What is born of flesh is flesh. What is born of spirit is spirit. So don't be surprised when I tell you that you must be born from above. The wind blows where it will, you hear the sound it makes, but you don't know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. What does it mean to start over spiritually? What does it mean to be born from above, to let the wind, the spirit, create us anew when we don't know where it comes from and we don't know where it's going? It comes from God. It comes from God, Becky. Right. These are spiritual concepts, not physical concepts. It's not about re-entering a uterus and being pushed out a birth canal. I believe that living together in spiritual community is how we can be born of the Spirit. I believe that living as the body of Christ, connected to one another in meaningful, transformational ways, is the way we begin again, the way we take it from the top. Damon Garcia, who's one of my new favorite voices about Christianity explains the transformation that happened in the Christian community post-resurrection when they were trying to figure out how their expectations of the Messiah needed to change. He says, instead of waiting for a Messiah to come down from heaven and do the work for them, they realized we are the body of Christ and Christ lives through us. He says, I think that's the most inspiring thing about Christianity to me, that this group of people in the beginning of this whole movement decided that by uniting together, bodies coming together to form one body, that we are doing the work of liberation that God has called us to do. The body of Christ is doing this material thing right here, right now, 
in how we live and how we liberate how in the liberate in and in the liberation we create i believe that hope gateway forms one body together to do the work of liberation we bring together our time, our talents, our financial resources to create a community not just for ourselves, but for the sake of the larger community and the world. <clears throat> Yesterday, kids who are experiencing homelessness came to our space and played with our toys and used our showers because they needed them and we offered them. Most days of the week, people early in recovery are mentored by people who have been in recovery and have experienced sobriety for years here in this very room, most days of the week. And over the last month or so, Bethany and I have spent our time and energy sharing compassion in tangible ways and paying for someone's rent or utility bills or groceries so that they know they are not alone in the world. Jane Field said it so beautifully a few months ago. She said, Hope Gateway is a midwife that helps each of us in the congregation live generously. A trusted source of wisdom about where and why and how to give. The operating budget pays the midwife and covers the expenses of the birthing center. We are the body of Christ. We operate a birthing center here at Hope Gateway. We are seeking to be, to bring a transformation to the world. We come not together not to re-enter our mother's wombs, but to birth new possibilities and new ways of being in the world. Over the past two days, I attended a conference the hybrid online version of called Confronting Whiteness. It was hosted by Myers Park Baptist Church in North Charlotte, North Carolina. It was a holy gathering where wise black leaders helped me and others confront whiteness and the evils of the concept of whiteness that lead us to the abominations of the murders of George Floyd and Tyre Nichols. Tyree Nichols, and many, many more. Dante Stewart was the keynote speaker last evening. Dante Stewart is a prophet for our times. He was reflecting about the tension in him about the video of the lynching of Tyree and the horrific experience it is for us to stand as witnesses. He was clear that he does not encourage everyone to watch the video, but also named the power of us bearing witness to this murder because it was recorded. He said, maybe in some spiritual, mystical way, Tyree doesn't have to be alone. maybe in some spiritual, mystical way. Irie doesn't have to be alone. 
May we seek a spiritual rebirth that calls us to bear witness and to stand together to ask, what if? To imagine, if only. To be summoned to action as the sign says that has been carried at all the protests since George Floyd's lynching. All mothers were summoned when George Floyd called out for his mama. May it be so. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. To hear more about Hope Gateway and to discover how together we can do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God, visit our website at hopegateway.com.